Facebook responds to ad boycott pressure, Snap out Quibi Squibby, and Apple to further limit ad tracking. It's Wednesday, July 1st, 2020. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 412 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media. New strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 412 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wigert, and it's been like a week and a half since the last episode. I'll be taking off the next week, so just wanted to get this episode out sort of in the middle. So instead of a weekly episode, instead of going two weeks without an episode, it's like a week and a half. All right, let's talk about basically what everyone is talking about right now. Facebook's ad boycott. So Facebook's getting hit and basically the only place it knows how to react, its wallet, after several weeks of scrutiny for allowing post-glorifying violence from the President of the United States, of all people, and in general following a less than consistent set of practices over what content it leaves on the platform versus that which it takes down, Facebook's making some changes. The changes are the result of actions taken by the NAACP. The organization issued a call for brands to Stop spending on Facebook in July to hold the company accountable. Patagonia, REI, The North Face, Verizon, Unilever, and many others, their new companies every single day, have all signed up to at least spend less on Facebook. Some issued statements calling for Facebook and other platforms to do more to stem hate, uh, hate speech and to curb divisiveness. Facebook, For their part, they announced that they will start labeling posts that violate policies, and it will still leave those which it believes are, quote, newsworthy, unquote, including those from public figures on its platform. It will also ban hate speech in its ads. Uh, It's about time. Uh, Shares of Facebook actually dropped 8% in response to this news. So Facebook's reaction, it shows just how much it takes for Mark Zuckerberg, who's ultimately in control, uh, to greenlight any substantive action. Uh, but let's remember, Facebook is one that does not like to be forced into change. This move may not amount to much. After all, the vast majority of Facebook's ad revenue comes from small businesses. And those small businesses, they can't afford to stop advertising on Facebook, which is why even despite the boycott, Facebook ad revenue is expected to rise 5% in 2020. It's going to be interesting to to watch as I hope advertisers don't lump in all digital platforms like a Twitter, like a Snapchat into the same bucket as Facebook, which has been definitely more egregious in in its actions. So this is going to be something that's very interesting to watch, but Facebook is really poised to weather this storm and I'm very skeptical that they're going to make any changes that are uh, that have as much substance as what the NAACP is calling for. We'll see, though. All right, let's jump to the next one and talk about Snap, because Snap has announced new ad opportunities as well as new premium content for its users who who are spending double the amount of time watching Snap Original Program 
programming right now than they were one year ago. So they have these new shows. This includes The Drop, which is basically product integration. It's an unscripted streetwear show that allows users to buy clothes as they watch. Another show is called Fake Up. And this is a makeup-based competition that's paired with sponsored lenses. So, of course, users can try the makeup themselves. It's it's digital sampling. Snap is basically living Quibi's dream, dream life right now. They're delivering mobile entertainment to younger users who are actually watching it. Snap's positioned itself pretty nicely for brands looking to extend their reach to younger demographics. And these shoppable shows, they prove just how much Snap's willing to push into this space. No one's really doing anything quite like them, and no one else really has the scale to do to do what they're doing unless Instagram gets in on something like this, but I just don't see it. All right, let's talk about Apple because Apple held its WWDC event and included a slew of new announcements ranging from its operating system to new shows for Apple TV+. The biggest change for advertisers, though, it relates to privacy. In the upcoming iOS 14, users are going to be able to block specific apps from collecting location data, or they'll just be able to choose to just share their approximate location data. With approximate location data, apps will have a general idea of what region you're in, but they're not going to know like what building you're in. There are also limitations to prevent apps from using the cameras, the cameras, the camera or the microphone without the user knowledge. There will be actually a little orange dot on the screen whenever the camera or mic is activated. It will also require developers to say what data their apps collect and what is essentially a privacy nutrition label. Some ad trade groups, they're they're criticizing Apple's moves, actually. They're arguing that ad personalization, measurement, the ability to deliver relevant ads to users is either going to stop working or be severely limited. Uh, Mobile device tracking, it plays a big role in advertising. That That's an obvious statement, and soon app publishers will no longer be able to track that information and share it with third-party advertisers. Google may actually be planning similar moves in the coming months. This is going to be a story to watch because it's it's so complicated. As a user, I love it. I think it's great. As an advertiser, though, it's a pretty scary proposition as we move from a much less targeted, much less relevant advertising experience. All right, that's it for the week's main story. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. TikTok's getting into the the tutorial game with a new learn on TikTok content strand of curated educational videos. The content, it launches in Europe with a compilation of curated videos teaching new skills. TikTok's actually funding the creation of some of this more educational content on the platform. They're getting it from celebrities, experts, organizations, educational institutions, all with expertise in certain areas. The move, it creates a content stream on TikTok for brands seeking safety, but it also positions TikTok as an alternative to YouTube for educational content. eMarketers has updated its projections for Google's ad revenue for 2020. It predicts Google will lose 5.3% U.S. ad revenue this year after double-digit consecutive growth almost every single year. YouTube revenue, that's going to increase, but not enough to make up for Google's overall losses. Declines in travel spending, that's the main reason for the decline. 
But the big implication for all of this is it opens up the door for Amazon to step in and claim 10% of the digital ad market, further eroding Facebook and Google's duopoly-like hold. Microsoft's streaming platform, Mixer, it's shutting down because Microsoft, instead, they announced plans to join forces with Facebook to compete against game streaming leaders Twitch and YouTube. In July, all of Mixer's services will redirect visitors to Facebook gaming instead. Now, Ninja, one of the most popular streamers in the world, is a free agent as he was contacted with, contracted with Mixer for exclusive rights in 2019. Spotify is launching in-app offers to its streaming ad insertion tech for podcasts. In-app offers, it allows advertisers to visually show offers to listeners and then allow them to redeem those offers within the Spotify app instead of having to remember a coupon code or a custom URL and input it later. Users even have the option to go back to an episode page find the offer card, and open the landing page from there. The goal is to take the pressure off of users to remember a call to action. Makes sense. Google's privacy policy has been updated to automatically delete data after 18 months. Up until now, users had to turn on the feature themselves. Users still have the option to have their data wiped after three months. Enforcement of California's privacy law, that starts in a few weeks, so the timing is probably related. More businesses are getting access to Instagram shopping. The feature is not available for affiliate network selling, so only businesses selling the actual products are allowed. Businesses must sign up and be approved, but once they do, they'll have access to a new distribution channel. There are fees that go to Instagram. Google is launching a news service sometime this year, and it's been revealed that it's actually going to be paying some media outlets for their content. It shouldn't be a novel concept, but it is. Much like Facebook News, Google will aggregate content from select publishers. This may help Google with some of its what European regulators are looking at it from an antitrust perspective. TikTok's formally unveiled its ad offerings, which have been around for some time, but now those ad offerings, they have a home. TikTok for Business is a brand and platform that's the hub of all of TikTok's solutions for brands, including takeovers, in-feed videos, hashtag challenges, and branded effects, which are AR opportunities. And Facebook's going to start notifying users when they're about to share a news story that's over 90 days old. Users can still share it, but they're going to have to decide if the content's still relevant. The goal is to help stop the spread of old information as new news. All right, that's it for episode 412 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, I always love hearing from you. Send questions, send comments, let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at T Wigert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great next couple of weeks. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.